Okay, let's focus our attention now on this. Uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa has put forward Deputy Chief Justice Mandi Samaya as successor to Chief Justice Raymond Zondo. His term ends in August, um, and the President has said he is currently consulting with leaders of political parties in the Judicial Service Commission to, to convey to them that his nomination is Judge Mandisa Myers, the next Chief Justice of the Republic of South Africa. She's currently serving as Deputy Chief Justice, a position she was appointed to in July 2022. So let's look at this, and it's significant because it is. Um, Begazeli Benjamin joins us now. He is a research and advocacy officer at the organization Judges Matter. Mr. Benjamin, welcome and thanks very much for your time. Can we assume that if the president makes this nomination, that is indeed what will happen? Or are there hoops of any significance or size to jump through? Uh, Good afternoon, John. Um, Look, we can conclude that it's a it's a foregone conclusion the president has nominated only uh deputy chief justice Meyer as the candidate for chief justice what happens now is he will be advised by the leaders of uh, political parties in the national assembly and also the judicial service commission and the likelihood of them revealing anything as shattering uh, a slim to none so it is almost a done deal that she will be chief justice Tell us about the significance of South Africa for the first time having a woman as Chief Justice. What for you is, are the key things we should be thinking about? Well, I think there are significant things. Um, the anniversary of our constitutional democracy in South Africa, have a woman as Chief Justice that year is really significant. Okay, just a difficulty with that line. Let's see. If uh, we can sort it out, we'll come back uh, to that point in the conversation uh, with uh, Begazeli Benjamin joining us uh, from Judges Matter. Yesterday, we spoke about swimming pools, public swimming pools, and the fact that in Johannesburg, 29 public swimming pools were unavailable for people to swim in. I mean, I didn't even know how many pools we had, and I would have thought 29 is more than the city of Joburg has. So for the out-of-order list to be up at 29 is is really quite staggering and it would be very interesting to know uh, how many pools were actually operational and and what it took to to keep them that way i see a piece a very good one indeed in ground up by nombulelo damba hendrick uh, who was in the town of butterworth in the eastern cape a swimming pool project at a cost of 18 million rand um which was started in 2008, has actually never opened. And I'll come back to that in a moment. Let's see how we're going to do a second time round with Mbegazeli Benjamin. Uh, Mr. Benjamin, welcome back. You were saying uh, a woman chief justice, particularly significant as we mark three decades of democracy. That's where we lost you, so perhaps pick up there, if you will. So for our 30th anniversary of our democracy, but also South Africa will now be one of very few countries in the world that has ever had... Uh, uh, Chief Justice being a woman. England, uh, just last year, had their first woman Chief Justice, and their judiciary is centuries old. So we, 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 we join a, a very few uh, group of countries that have that uh, historic milestone. But 
currently as we speak, even though our judiciary is about 40% women, yes. we have very few women in the leadership uh, uh, rung of the judiciary. I think there are about four uh, women out of about 14 seats at the leadership level. So Justice Maya will join one of those, will be one of those uh, uh, four women, or uh, she'll be the fifth yes. uh, woman leader in our judiciary. So that is significant as I, w- I want to ask you this because um, often when we think about the, the Chief Justice, we, we look at the work of the Constitutional Court and look at uh, the business of, of hearing matters and making judgments. But the, the tough task of the Chief Justice is way, way bigger. They are the head of the judiciary and need to look at matters like the resourcing of the courts, uh, the kind of staffing issues that you've just alluded to, uh, Mr. Benjamin. To what extent do Chief Justices imprint their style on that aspect of their work. We know through their judgments uh, to some extent what their personal style is on matters of law, but on matters of running the courts, uh, what do you think she might do there? I think there's, there's plenty of opportunity for the chief judge to have their own footprint on on. Uh, first and foremost, the Chief Justice is a justice of the Constitutional Court. They are the first amongst equals, um, so they have to do the work of writing judgment. And the Chief Justice has that responsibility of, of leading the court, leading the jurisprudence and development of the law from the Constitutional Court and guiding all other courts. So that is the most, one of the most significant tasks. And then there's also the chairperson of the Judicial Service Commission. Um, over the last two years, um, Chief Justice Zondo has stamped um, his footprint on the, on the Judicial Service Commission. It works a little bit better than it did two years prior. Right. And, and we could credit him with that. There's also other aspects like um, the, the Deputy Chief Justice has been responsible for running the conduct committee which adjudicates misconduct complaints against judges right. so that is also another aspect the role of the chief justice is quite significant in terms of the uh, de- development of the judiciary i've got a question from uh salome who says john who's going to be her deputy chief justice i don't think she's asking me but she's definitely asking you so the two-part question i suppose uh firstly how is the choice made and secondly who might it be Look, the, the Deputy Chief Justice follows a similar process to the Chief Justice, uh, except there must first be a vacancy before that a, a, a position is, 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 is advertised or the, the President makes a nomination. So Chief Justice Maya first needs to ascend to Chief Justice, and only then can the President nominate a Deputy Chief Justice. But the process is, is similar. There's the JSC interview process, Leaders of political parties in parliament also make an input. The president make, makes the final um, uh, announcement or appointment. If, if you were to do an interview with uh, now Deputy Chief Justice uh, Mandi Samai at the point at which she ascends to the position uh, of the highest judicial officer of the land, and, and you were to put to her the key issues that she's going to face in her term. What do you think are the biggest challenges facing the judiciary right now? Are they matters of organization and resource? Are they matters of credibility? Where do you think the the real touchstones of her challenge are are going to lie? Well, the first and foremost is what you raised first, John, which is organizational development and resourcing. 
currently the chief justice, I mean, the, the judiciary as an institution is going through a transition. And that also came out during the judges' conference last year, where the key resolution was that the administration of the courts must fall now under the judges themselves. And, and what I would hope the chief justice or the uh, nominated chief justice should tell us what vision we have that's a practicality. Currently, judges are frustrated with the administration of people who use the courts are simply frustrated because uh, things are far too, too long to So I would ask them what intervention. Okay, we, we did our level best and our guest certainly did his level best. We thank him uh, for that. And Begazeli Benjamin joining us here on 702 Drive. Yeah, it's, a, it's going to be a big moment in August. There may well uh, be a little slip here and a slip there, but certainly according to Begazeli Benjamin, uh, this is pretty much a done deal. Uh, she will be the Chief Justice come August, the first time South Africa has had a woman in that place. But I think the significance from everything people said at the time she appeared before the Judicial Service Commission, uh, the significance of her ascending to that position uh, goes way beyond uh, the point I've just made, that she would be the first woman Chief Justice. She has a very, she had in the interviews a very, very clear set of priorities uh, and, a, and, a, and a clear vision and focus on the judiciary. And I think it's going to be very interesting uh, indeed. 011-883-0702 and 072-702-1702. Now, I was talking about swimming pools and I just want to quickly uh, go back to what I was saying about Butterworth. This is briefly a story in Ground Up, but I think it's illustrative of a problem all over the country. We'll come back to the pools in Joburg in just a moment. Um, so the, the 18 million rand pool, which has never opened and never been used, and Butterworth gets plenty hot, I would imagine, over summer, but it's also a town in which I would think that leisure activities are at a premium.